0: You're listening to The Kelly Green Show. E-A-T-L-E-S, Eagles! This podcast is powered
1: by Eagle Maven of Sports Illustrated.
0: Watch underdogs, and you know what underdogs is? It's a hungry dog. Hungry dogs run fast,
1: and that's this team! Here's your host, Football Kelly.
0: Welcome back to the Kelly Green Show. I am your host, Football Kelly. Eagles starters didn't play in the Patriots game, and we suffered through a 35-0 blowout loss. But let's talk about the productive things. Let's focus on the... (laughs) Today, I have an exciting guest joining the show. She has a lot of experience watching college talent, getting ready for the NFL level, and her hometown team happens to be where the Eagles play week one of the regular season. NFL Network's Taylor Bashati Thank you so much for coming on the show today, Taylor. How are you doing?
1: Thanks, Kelly. I'm so excited to be able to do this. Um, first and foremost, obviously, it is preseason. Everyone can calm down. Just because they had a bad preseason game, it does not mean anything. They could still be a dynamic, explosive team this year. You just never know. The preseason, especially when you've got a coach that's not really wanting to play any of its starters don't look too much into it. There is still a full season ahead of you. So you can put that in your rear view mirror. It doesn't matter.
0: <laughs> so excited to get your perspective, especially some clarity and perspective from a person who watches football all the time. It's literally your job Before <laughs> to everything. Why don't you take a minute to discuss your career journey to becoming the youngest NFL talent the NFL network has ever hired?
1: which is yeah, by the way. Well, thank you very much. Um, I honestly, I would like to look at myself 10 years ago. I would have never guessed that I would have been here now, even five years ago. So I feel very grateful and lucky and did not ever see this happening. I actually started off my college career in accounting. So I did not even think that I was going to be going into broadcasting at all. I was in my final year of accounting. It was April. I was graduating in May. And going to go and do my master's of accounting. So I'm sitting in class and the big four accounting firms are in talking to us, trying to kind of recruit us. And I'm sitting there thinking, gosh, I can't imagine doing this for the rest of my life. This is not even something that I enjoy. I kind of just did accounting because I do love the fact that I have a business background and understand you know, the basics of what allows us to even be able to go on there. Because at the end of the day, it all, it all does go back to business. But it was accounting was especially something that was just not something that I was passionate about at all. So while we had the big four accounting firms in class talking to us, kind of trying to recruit everyone, I sat online and literally applied to every possible internship out there. Keep in mind, it's April. Most places have already decided on their interns. I ended up at the CBS affiliate in DC, WUSA 9, and I was there not for sports, but for hard news. For the 11 p.m. newscast, somebody did not follow through on their internships. They had an opening and I was like, you know what? I'm going to take it. So I started off in hard news and I really did fall in love with it. Even though I was covering something that I didn't want to cover, I would sneak up to the sports department in the morning and go around with them on as many stories as I could since our morning meeting in quotation marks didn't start until 3.30 in the afternoon for my internship. So I think that 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 was the summer that I realized, okay, this is what I need to do. And I went back to Georgia. I went to UGA, go dogs. And I went to uh, school to get my journalism, like uh, digital and broadcast journalism degree. And that was really difficult because I felt... Like I was so behind already. I felt like, you know, everybody that was going to be following this career path has known that they wanted to do this their entire lives. And I did not start off knowing that I've always been very passionate about sports and especially football growing up in the South. You live for sec football on Saturdays and NFL football on Sundays. But I definitely went through a point in my career where I felt like I was going to be way too far behind from everyone. And I didn't know if I'd ever be able to catch up per se. Uh, in my final semester at Georgia, I also, we were reporting for a station in Northeast Georgia and I was able to work for ESPNU, which I wish that they still had this program, but they don't, but they would basically send a mic flag out to their correspondents, and we would cover stories and just try and submit them. And if they liked them, they would put them on their website. And I was doing that as much as I possibly could. And luckily I kind of developed a relationship with, uh, the ESPNU college campus correspondent, and that's how I really got my first break out of college. Is I went and met with SEC Network and ESPN of uh, Connecticut, and I ended up working for them for a little bit. I was freelancing for Bleacher Report at the same time, Sporting News at the same time. I was literally trying to do absolutely anything and everything just to kind of get my foot in the door anywhere. And I was doing that for a full year before I got a call from NFL Network saying. They had an opening on the news update desk. If I could move out to LA in like basically three weeks and I'd already committed to doing some stories for sporting news at Alabama for their, uh, spring game. So I did those stories and I ended up coming out to LA and honestly, the rest is history. I didn't even think twice about it. Everything happened so quick, but I like don't, I couldn't imagine it happening any other way. Honestly, I feel like if I would have had time to think about it, maybe I wouldn't have come and it's been the best decision ever.
0: Yeah, that's incredible. I spoke with Colleen Wolf. She's from Philadelphia a few um, episodes ago on the podcast, and it sounds very much uh, like a similar path where you you're just grinding. You're you're so invested in your career. You're really focused on your profession, and even though it wasn't necessarily what you went into initially out of college, you put your whole mindset into you know being the best you could at your craft and. Uh, it definitely paid off for you because here you are. I know. Well,
1: it's still, it's still a battle every day. You never really feel like you're as far as you want to be. So it's always easy to think, you know, like, oh, well, you know, now, now you feel like you're accomplished. I feel like you're always constantly wanting something more, wanting to get better, you know, waiting for that next challenge. So it's an interesting career in that you just kind of have to learn to take a step back and like appreciate where you are and appreciate how far you come and not always, you know, be looking around at like, what, what else can I do next? Or what is this person doing that I'm not? Because it is sure, it's sure. kind of like a, it could be a toxic world if you allow it to be.
0: Absolutely. Now I know that you're traditionally doing West coast games, Taylor, the Eagles do play the AFC West division this season. So I'm just curious if you're playing or you're covering any of the Eagles games this season.
1: Yeah. I think if they, if they, when they play the chargers, I'll definitely cover that game. I'm primarily covering the chargers and Rams right now. So it looks like if I will be at that chargers game.
0: Okay. So they play the chargers in Philly though. I I
1: think there's, there's a good chance. I'll still come out for that one.
0: Okay, cool. Well, like, yeah, Excited for you to be in Philly. You just let us know when you're in town, and everybody, I will. definitely
1: will. I'm excited to. I've never actually been to uh, an Eagles game, so oh, or at, at the I know. I'm <laughs> excited.
0: So, you were the SEC reporter, as you had mentioned during your career, and you are a Georgia alum, so you have plenty of experience watching the Bama. Uh, college mm-hmm. experience. We have several players on our team now: Landon Dickerson, Devonte Smith, Jalen Hurts, who probably ring a bell for you. Any insights into these players and what Eagles fans should be in it ready for?
1: Yeah, I think that you know it's tough when you have a fan base like the Eagles, where you're always expected to deliver every single season. And mm-hmm. you guys had a tough go with Carson once, and. While that chapter has closed, I do think that it's allowed this new chapter to start. And that's going to be this Jalen Hurts era. And there isn't as much excitement around him in the media world, like you said, that I thought there should be. And I think it's actually going to eventually get there because this is a talented young quarterback. And you look at what he was able to do last year while he was literally running for his life. That offensive line was constantly collapsing around him. And yet he was still able to make some fantastic plays. And it's hard to succeed in an environment where you're only put out there a few times and then you're taken back and then Carson's put back in. That's not going to be a conducive like environment for anyone to be successful and for anyone to be able to grow and for anyone to be able to perform. And the fact that he was able to perform as well as he did last season, I think is very, very promising for what's ahead and what he's going to be able to do this year. I think if people just sat back, gave him a chance to function and prosper in this offense. You guys bolstered your offensive line a little bit this year, which will help him immensely. And he's also a quarterback that's able to scramble. He's able to run. He's able to kind of get out and be a Russell Wilson in those elusive situations and take the ball and run it himself. So I think that there's a lot of promise that he is going to be one of the most successful quarterbacks, at least in this division. I think that people are underestimating him, which honestly, who cares? It's the media. Like, what do they know at the end of the day? So I think it could be a really exciting season for the Eagles. And that that division right now, there is not tons of competition in there. So they do have a very good chance.
0: Yeah, I think the Eagles fans are so looking forward to the potential of this team. It doesn't necessarily need to translate in winning the games, but looking at you know progress and having Jalen Hurts getting, you know, a re reunion with Devante
1: Smith. What are you looking That's going to, gonna, that's um, going to be huge. Yeah, no, I, I couldn't agree more with what you're saying. And when you've got two players that are that familiar with one another and they already have that chemistry that's on the field, it's only going to translate and be amplified in a, in a situation like this one. Yeah,
0: absolutely. So just, kind of transitioning i have this segment on my podcast called the pulse of the eagles fan base where i ask twitter polls and i get a sense of where the fan base stands on different questions that i'm posing so you're going to guess what the majority of eagles fans are guessing on these particular polls are you ready yes of these options what concerns you most as eagles fans what concerns you most going into the regular season roster depth Special teams, secondary, or the young coaching staff?
1: Hmm. I'm going to have to say roster death just because of how scarred you guys have been the last couple of years because of all the injuries that you've had.
0: Yeah, at 65%, it was a resounding result on that one. 20% uh, percent for the young coaching staff, but everything else was pretty minor. Rosters. Yeah, I think that I'm not
1: concerned with the young coaching staff just because we've seen so many coaches that have been younger that have been getting hired recently look at Rams coach Sean McVay still the youngest quarterback or still the youngest coach in the league and look at what he's been able to do with the Rams absolutely how much do you
0: want to see Jalen Hurts run the ball this season a zero to three plays per game b four to eight plays per game or
1: c as much as he wants If it was an Eagle span, I'm going to guess that they said as much as you, as much as he wants, but I'm going to go with the right answer. should be B.
0: Okay. So uh, B was 44%. C is actually the majority, the most answered it's 49%. So it was a very close,
1: very close. Okay. I want
0: him to just stand in the pocket. We want to see him run, but yeah, already it was as much as, as he wants. So We'll see how much they implement him as a running quarterback this season, but I do understand where you're coming from. You want to limit the amount of times that he's running the ball this year. What matters most to you for the Eagles 2021 season? Uh, So what matters most to Eagles fans for the 2021 season? Determining if Hurts is QB1, winning games, roster development, or smart play calling?
1: Winning games. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You'd think that, but A is actually the majority. Winning games is 20%. Determining if Hertz is QB1 was 51% on that.
1: Okay, point. Hertz is absolutely QB1. The fact that there was even a little ch- like chatter and talk on Twitter and after that first preseason game of Joe Flacco – No, Joe Flacco is not the quarterback of the Eagles future. They're investing in Jalen Hurts. Give this kid a chance to succeed and shine. And I promise you he will. Amen.
0: From your lips to God's ears, (laughs) both the Falcons, as we turn now to a different segment, both the Falcons and Eagles are are only a few years removed from being in the Super Bowl. And both organizations now have new head coaches. What are you expecting from this matchup on week one in Atlanta?
1: This is an interesting matchup just because of where the Falcons are right now. I do feel like they're, look, I feel like both the Eagles and the Falcons obviously have made some drastic changes in the offseason. And I, I think I don't think anybody really knows exactly where either one of these teams are or when they, where they stand. I think that there is a little bit of an advantage with the Falcons because they have Matt Ryan at, at quarterback. He is, you know, the, basically the coach of this offense because he has been there for a certain, you know, period of time. And he's got this chemistry already with his receivers. But I think that people are underestimating how much of a loss Julio Jones is for the Falcons yes, they got Kyle Pitts. Yes, I think he's going to be incredible and he's going to be a beast for sure. But the chemistry that was already there between Julio Jones and Matt Ryan, you can't take away how much of an impact that's going to make on that offense. So I do think that they're the, the Falcons are not smooth sailing right now. I think that they're going to go through a few speed bumps before they get to really where they want to be. Yeah.
0: And I just wanted to kind of add to that because I am selfishly hoping that week one, they're a little slow on that, like development of pits and the Ryan connection, maybe we'll have at least a little bit of a pass on that. Um, I do love what you're doing at the NFL network. You mentioned, um, you know, all of the different things that you did to get to the NFL. You've been doing a segment where you highlight the different NFL teams called the all 32 uh, any other segments that you're working on for the upcoming season?
1: Yeah, well, so Ollie I will be doing, I will probably be still be doing in case you missed it all 32, which is a show that really highlights the player's personalities. And when you take the helmet off and just their most raw interactions that they have with their teammates and in their locker rooms and basically who they are as people, which is always really important to see. It gives you a different perspective that these guys aren't just players, that they're they're normal, they're normal people. And they've got hobbies outside of football and they give back to the community. And that's always important to show and to shed a light on. Uh, I will also be doing, like I said, a lot of reporting for the chargers and Rams. So I'll be doing games most weeks and uh, I will be in studio, of course, doing news throughout the week as well.
0: I'm really looking forward to that. I know a lot of Eagles fans will be keeping an eye out for what's going on with you this season Really appreciate you taking time to talk with me today, Taylor. Uh, Where should Eagles fans go to follow you as you get set for your first Philly Eagles game?
1: (laughs) Make sure to follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Taylor Bashadi. So it's just my name. And I also do weekly matchups. So I do weekly polls where you can vote on my Instagram stories. I upload them around uh, Saturday around 1 p.m eastern time so 10 a.m our time which is right around kickoff and they'll last for 24 hours and they basically give you everything you need to know leading into the matchup so make sure to vote and follow along on those every week too i love getting sounds, feedback so sounds great yeah definitely looking and go eagles i hope you guys have a great season
0: <laughs> i really appreciate your time taylor eagles fans please go and uh follow taylor and interact with her on social media And don't forget to subscribe to the Eagles Unfiltered podcast for future episodes of The Kelly Green Show. Fly, Eagles, fly. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V
1: on YouTube.